0: Cadence, episode one. Chain ring tattoo. Okay. Um. Hello. My name is Jason, and um. Oh, shit. I'm um. Yeah. Uh, come on. Okay, you know what? I can't do this. Not like you do. I can't just talk into the air without speaking to someone. So instead, I'm going to talk to you, Nora. And maybe someday you'll listen to this and you'll see everything you put me through. So I guess I should start at the beginning. I should start with The Day You Vanished. You know how in movies, when someone gets bad news over the phone, they just kind of hang their head on their shoulders or or cover their mouths or whatever? Well, it's nothing like that. In real life, bad news catches you when you're the most busy, and you just have to do something. You have to take action right away, because you don't know if someone else can deal with it. And usually, there's a reason why they called you. It just completely wrecks your shit. So yeah, thanks for that. When the police department called, I was right in the middle of training. They told me about what happened to you, more accurately, how they don't know anything. All they told me for sure was that my sister was missing. I didn't come down here at first. Honestly, I didn't take it too seriously. I wasn't worried at all. Does that make me a bad brother? I hope not. Anyway, you can't really blame me for it. You take surprise trips all the time. I thought you were chasing a lead on some fraud case or you met a girl gang in a bar or something like that. And that's what I told the police. But a week later, they called again, saying still, no sign of you. So after a really long guilt trip from the police chief, here I am. The road here was gorgeous though. Surrounded by a blur of forest and a wide open sky. It took me a little under two hours to get here. Not too bad, honestly. And when I got to the police station, the chief looked at me funny. I don't know what she expected, but it sure wasn't a guy in a bike. Maybe she wanted a family caravan or something. But nope. Just plain old me. Oh yeah, that reminds me. I've been training a lot recently. Like, mad crazy. I want to go to the Red Hook Criterium in Barcelona this year. It's one of the biggest cycling races in the world. And I finally got the club a sponsor and all. I'd say I'm only going two race, not really to win, but come on. We both know me. Okay. So, I've officially been here for two days now. You know, both days the chief saw me when I was leaving to train in the morning. I have to train on the highway, which is not the best, but better than the tiny roads inside of town, honestly. And I wouldn't be able to bear the sight of the police station more than once a day. Today the chief came up to me, asked me what I was training for. What she really wanted to know, though, is why I wasn't looking for you. I told her again that I was sure you were fine, that this wasn't the first time, and whatever. She didn't want to listen. The people here are kind of judgmental, aren't they? I sometimes catch them looking at me through their windows, but they never actually say anything. I'm sure you're used to it by now. But see, here's the thing. I wouldn't even know how to look for you. They took me to mom's house, and there's no sign of anything. Of a break in or a break out, or even an emergency exit. The only odd thing they found was the front door open for a whole day. No one coming in or out. That's when they called me. But they don't know you like I do. And the clues isn't what's missing, but what's left behind. You left your computer, your cell phone, but more importantly, your camera and your mic. If you were really out there investigating something, you'd have taken them, right? It would be unlike you to just randomly switch to only handwritten notes. So, maybe you're not out there collecting your best story. Where are you? know, maybe the chief is right. Maybe I should be looking for you. It's just, there aren't any leads. I'm sure if you were doing the looking, you'd find me in no time. Okay, okay. Nora, something really weird just happened. Let me, let, let me walk you through it. I was out, doing my night training like the days before. This was around 10.30, I guess. I was doing really well when I came to this junction, the one with the gas station. There was a single car stopped right in the middle of the road, on the lane leaving town. I can't remember the model, just that it was grey. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I stopped behind it just to be polite. I didn't want anyone to think I was crazy or neurotic or something. But then I noticed there was something wrong. The front doors were wide open. Just open. And the engine was still going and the headlights were on. So I got off my bike and I went to the side of the car and I looked inside. I had to duck my head in to see but there was no one. There was nothing. Completely empty and it looked brand new. And I know that whatever happened wasn't a car problem, because the station was right there, and if whoever was driving needed anything, they would have gone there, or... But no. The car was there, right in the middle of the highway, waiting to be used again. I decided not to touch anything, you know, potential crime scene and all. But that's not everything, it gets weirder. I went down to the gas station to call the police, because I didn't have my cell with me, but when I got to the payphone, there was no line. So I went to this store to tell the clerk maybe he could call, but it was empty too. The door unlocked, all the lights were on, the fridges were running, but no clerk. I checked around, maybe he was in the bathroom, but no, no one at all. I went back out into the night and nothing had changed. I looked around, but as far as I could see in the dark, I was alone for miles. I didn't see anyone on my way there or back. Both the car and the station were empty, with no other sound than the soft hum of the engine. Nora, I... I don't understand what I saw. I don't know why I saw that or what happened or whatever it was, Nora. I think it has to do with what happened to you. I don't know how to look for you or even where to start. But, Nora, something happened to you in this town, didn't it? Cadence is written and produced by Jason Fletcher. The voice of Jason is Jason Fletcher. This episode's music by Ian Sutherland, Matthew Montaigne, and Emmanuel Toledo, Schema Wound and XenoJam. All of it can be found at freemusicarchive.org. For more, follow us on Twitter at CadencePod. Please leave us a rating, it helps a lot. Thank you for listening. And hey, they like it when you get goosebumps.